everybody, this is Patrick, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Real Play Podcast. And with me today is Nate. Ah, what? Hi. Yeah, we're playing. We also game. got Faye. Hello. And Matt. Guess who's back? Back you? again? Back again. Guess Patty's yeah. back. Tell a friend. Don't ever call me Patty. Don't ever... <laughs> And hit points lost, hit points lost, (laughs) hit points lost. (laughs) Oh, look, Dresden is dead. (laughs) From the outside, from the outside. No, no, actually from the inside. The inside of that cavern that you're in. Well, you all know how it works. I'm going to roll a d6. It's going to be a Faye with a 1-2, Matt with a 3-4, Nate with a 5-6 to see who's going to tell us what happened last time on the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. That's a 2. That's a Faye. Oh, no. Um. Oh, gosh. Okay. So we were traveling. This was after the episode where we broke the wagon, and we had decided that we were going to travel on foot and leave the horses behind and leave or no we're going to take the horses with us leave the wagon behind and travel essentially towards um the prime the area where the uh celebration was going to happen but then i got ascending from my father and wolf from jarvis and they basically or maybe did we send the sending to jarvis i forget communications were had communications were had essentially we're going to meet them at the port that is about four days away from the actual celebration place. So we're heading there. The port of Ferris. But you also came across some... Oh, yes. You came across some owlbears and uh, yes, ventured down did. into a tunnel of some sort where Resident... Uh, you, all fa- you all actually found some goodies. And uh, Mine. Mine? Mine. 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 <laughs> uh, and... So here you are, down in this awkward-looking cavern. Um, it looked, it appears, as I mentioned last time, the right-hand side, as you're looking northwards to, towards a tunnel, the right-hand side, rushing waters down below, as if it's just some sort of underwater river. Uh, very hard to see, but you can see uh, holes inside the actual walls. But uh, as Tina, you saw a little sign... A shoddily written sign stating Stone Grinder's Mine with an arrow pointing this way. If you'd like, give me a, 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 an inspection or a investigate to really see. All of you can do this you know, to, to really uh, take a look at the area. Nine. I forgot that Tina's horrible 15. at all ability checks. <laughs> Twelve. Yeah, uh, Resin, you can tell that this sign was just shoddily done um, not too long ago, within probably the past few months. Just kind of carved out roughly with a knife, and it just points north through this cavern. It is uh, about 15 to you know, 15 feet wide, 10 feet high, and uh, as you guys uh, were, you, you did know you were going to begin to walk towards walk through these tunnels um, it's pretty dark um, for those of you with night vision or dark vision 
not too hard to see, but for those without, are you lighting any torches? I'll go ahead uh, and cast light on my staff. Who doesn't have night vision? The bard? Yep. Okay. Much to his chagrin. <laughs> um, I can give him a torch for my pack. Oh, I, I don't. Like I don't need that. I have. I have cat heritage. I. W- I'll take the torch. Um, I would hold it, except, you know, obviously I don't have a free hand. This is still Faye talking, sorry. I'm not putting on my Tina accent. (laughs) Why don't you have a free hand? Oh, well, because I I like to wield my great axe with, I like to wield my axe with both hands. Okay. Oh, well, I suppose I could hold it with one hand and put the torch and throw the torch down. So yeah, I can hold the torch for for Linden. I can't hold anything else because, like, I need both hands for killing. I know. <laughs> yeah, so as you guys begin to uh, make your way northward uh, through these tunnels, um, why don't you go ahead and give me a survival check? Just to scope the area. If we get a natural one, do we die? No. <laughs> you don't. I mean, it's a survival check, so. Because I, I, well, I was pretty darn close. I got a five. Okay. Eleven. We need a ranger. Nine. Nine. Um, between the nine and eleven, you do realize that there are footprints and a couple dots of blood. Other than that, you don't know what's going on. You just... The lighting down here is pretty bad, even with the light and the torch. Can you just imagine, like, what Tina's going through? She, like, didn't roll well on her, like, investigation check, didn't roll well on her survival check. She just jumped down into this, like, cavern and was like, Oh! It's a cave. Cool. The unknown is one of the most exciting things there is. Let's proceed. Yeah, is you guys and uh, kneel down to. Uh, yeah, I'm not moving on yet. Uh, you mentioned blood, so I am mm-hmm. stopping and I am bending down to check to see if it's fresh, if it's still wet. It is dry. As you go touch it, it looks like it is uh, is taut within the sand below. Oh, <laughs> Uh, it's it, not it, like it, I licked it or anything, but Resident <laughs> does like put it up to his mouth and kind of taste tastes it. <laughs> yeah, you, you you can you can smell and, and and taste the iron from within it. It is it has been definitely blood. Time. Okay. Get my hepatitis. What did you think shot. it was? Ruby juice? <laughs> A grape juice? Ketchup? You know. Oh, what? what? What's ruby what you, juice? What, what you looking at there? If you squeeze, squeeze a ruby very hard. Oh, uh, we got blood. Oh, is that what you put in your mouth? Well, and some <laughs> sand. Uh, and footprints. Are these booted foot- footprints, Pat? How did you put footprints in your mouth? Uh, the blood's on top of the footprints. Oh, I see. Um, resident as... We... Oh, go ahead. Uh, Resonant, as you are now like down towards the ground, you do notice the footprints. It, it does look like a scattering of footprints of some unknown origin and then also a booted pair of prints. Can the booted I... pair looks like it's going both directions, out and inwards. Can I do like the six-fingered man from the Princess Bride and like retrace the exact battle that took place? <laughs> 
I'm kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say you could roll an investigation. I am not. Check, right? I am not that uh, <laughs> that, that guy. No, you can that tell character. From the pattern on the ground, that one of them had green eyes. No, he's <laughs> left-handed. He's left-handed. Of My course. name is Inigo Montoya. Oh yes, it's written right here on his shoe. His name was Inigo Montoya. (laughs) (laughs) He defeated the giant. It's like it's stamped on the ground like Andy, but backwards. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, Can we follow the footprints now that Resden has pointed them out? Yeah, um, Resden can clearly see that there's a mishmash of footprints walking out and walking back in along with some other animal, some unknown animal to you. Um, but as you do begin to make your way further and further into this tunnel, the sound from the rushing river underground slowly dissipates. The air in here becomes a lot less uh, moist, a lot less uh, humid. And you begin to smell uh, some sort of uh, funk in the air. Can we tell what it is? Uh, it, is this, it is a scent of a rotting flesh of some sort. Mm. Well, this seems interesting. It smells funky. Well, what, what does that smell? I don't, I don't like it. It's, it's not... Oh, man. It would seem Ugh. something T- has died in here. Uh, Tina nasty. says, I smell dead people. Or they were... Is it an animal? Is that, is that what people smell like when they die? That's, uh, that's nasty. Uh, I'm going to keep I going. I taste dead people. Ugh. <laughs> oh, Resident, that's disgusting. Why, why, why did you Tastes better than that, that vegetable stew. That vegetable stew is delicious. As you converse and you continue to walk forward, um, you do see this lump in the middle of the path just kind of t- not middle uh, just kind of tossed off towards the side uh what's that I tow it, it like you know you like nudge it with your foot to see what it is it feels I rigid a mage armor it feels rigid it feels actually, rigid yeah it is actually, not I moving already, actually I think I already had mage armor up from the owlbear owlbear you, you did you did uh I'm gonna pick it up can I pick it up uh, it, it, it is a bigger pile probably about the size of resin oh. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. it. I like, I move it with my axe. <laughs> turn yeah, it over. As you turn yeah. it over, uh, you see, uh, uh, it's, it is gruesome. It appears to be uh, a dead corpse of what might be an elvish man, uh, a young adventurer of some sort. Half of his face just torn off, gashes Ooh. in his chest. It appears that something was feasting on this body. Sketchbook is out. Uh, this is not great. Does it look like large carnivores or small, like, mini mouths? It looks like it was a carnivorous creature, a bigger carnivorous creature tearing this thing apart. In fact, an owlbear? Probably two. Two Um. G- go ahead, give me another uh, investigation check, just to, or a survival, to really scan the you know, area. I, you know I'm horrible at that. Uh, it, it happens. Survival and investigation are the same. Four? Six. Twelve. 
<laughs> We're excellent at this. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw gimlets in here. Okay, uh, with that 12, <laughs> the dirt in this area is just completely scattered around. It is like, you cannot tell any footprints like in like a, a 20 to 30 foot uh, radius. It is just scattered. You can see blood on the walls. You can see, there's some flesh still on the wall. This person has pretty much been torn into bits as food for some carnivorous creatures. Um, but you can still see it. it does have its cape that somehow was draped back over it. It does have a small bag and a tube on it. But here it is, dead, in the middle of this unknown tunnel to you. Can I look in the tube? Yeah, you pick up the tube and you open it up. And it reveals a map, which I am going to send to all of you right now. So bear with me. Oh my uh, goodness, it's a map of Costco. I, I am going to send it in Twitter and also in Roll20. I should have also had Roll20 open. But I did not take everybody else's uh, <laughs> note that they were opening up. Roll20, sign in. Do, do, do. Well, I think we found where the owl bears are, or where they were. But look what I found. Ta-da! I hold the map up, like, upside down. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me see. Come over with the light. Is it legible? It is quite legible. As I'm sketchbook typing in out. the word map, Taking you don't need the sketchbook because it's already here. Well, I'm sketching the dead body. He's a... One man Xerox machine. He is. Make copies. Uh, what you see here on this map is a fairly detailed uh, diagram or a map. Looks like the central nervous system. And Resden, um, as you're kind of looking at this thing, why don't you give me a history check? On what am I? Just the history in general. A history of just like uh, mining. You, you you do know you understand uh, old timey uh, dwarven mining systems. History. Oh, did I determine this was a dwarven mine? I would like Already? to think that once Resden like sees something of interest. Of the dwarven kind, um, he just kind of. Well, I already know it's dwarven without even telling you what my role is. Awesome. Um, thirteen plus five. 18. Yeah, you, you you absolutely know this is like an old timey uh, strip mine from the dwarven kind from back back in some time. That doesn't make sense. As I talk what to myself. Make sense? Well, that sign back there looked practically recent. But this is, if this is a dwarven map, there must have been some new inhabitants. I don't know if this guy was part of a bigger group. Uh, th this this map does look pretty fresh, and it almost looks like the exact same handwriting as that little sign, too, so. Well. Okay, so the me. map is not dwarven, but no. the, mine, the mine may have been. So, I mean, this guy isn't a dwarf. What is he? He, upon he an elf? further inspection, elf, elvish, flipping around, elvish. he is elvish, blonde hair, pale skin, definitely pale skin, considering he's So dead. not a dark elf either. Nope, not a dark elf. Um, It looks right. like, uh, from everything that he is wearing, it 
appears that he is just trying to be an adventurer and go do something that he's never done before. But yeah, on this map, um, on one side of it, you see the word days with uh, 17 check marks on it. And just above it, you see a note that there was a cart and then also something that appears to be like some cross hatches that might look like they were rails. Um, there's also a note that there was a beehive somewhere in here, but you also see some distance northward, maybe northwest, that there was an entrance to this mine with a couple other things noted. There was a locked door, there was a storage facility. Hmm. Well, where do you think this leads to? Adventure. I yeah, think... but we already have an adventure. We are supposed to go to the port. Well, we could go to the port, or we could go into this ancient dwarven mine that no one has probably been in and survived in quite some time. That doesn't sound great. Hey, Resden, um, you, you do have your map of this section of Liara. You, uh, what's your intelligence? Um, I can't tell everyone. You could tell it's, me. It's a plus two. Okay. Yeah, you... What could you, it possibly be? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you're kind of scoping out this little sketch as everybody's just kind of surrounding it over this dead body. You're also looking at the big, you know, map of Liara. Looking back at this drawing. Looking back at that. And it's pretty much a straight underground shot straight up to the uh, entrance to the stone grinder's mine. What is a straight shot again to the stone grinder's mine? It, um, f- pretty much from the, the map that you can see that this person has uh, sketched out and from where you came from it is pretty much a straight shot underground in this mine straight to the entrance to the stone grinder's mine we're in stone grinder's mine now yes you are you are in the very you, you, sorry I'm just your wording's confusing me. You said from where we came... What do you mean from where we came from? Like, that, what do you mean? That hole that you, or... No, that hole you fell through? Yes. Yeah, you, you crawl down? See the X that is on the bottom right-hand corner? No, I don't have the map, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I see where it says entrance. That's where we're at, right? No, no. You are at the very bottom right hole well, out to the next If we came in, sky. that's the entrance. No. Drop no, you off the underground river. Where you enter is the entrance, <laughs> no, <laughs> not always. It is I will entrance. cross that out on the map and say exit, and where we're at now, I'm going to write entrance. <laughs> so, okay, so we are at the bottom right on this map. Not that that yes. means anything to you listeners, uh, but we... We're not at the entrance. The exit appears, or the strip mine, the other end of the mine, I should say. I'm trying to make it so the listeners know what we're talking about. Editing. Far end of this <laughs> opposite end, the egg, the other exit is, according to the Liara map, comes out where? At the entrance. Uh, let me get my wording. Because you said we were matching up the two maps, like... Uh, cross-referencing, cross-referencing. Yes, is it to scale? I mean, if it's not to scale, I'm not going to worry about it, but... It's not to scale, but it does clearly state that is the exit... Or the entrance to the stone grinder's mine. Something that you knew was, you know, f- from 
your from your studies was an old Dorvin mine. Okay, but I can't determine like where that would come out. Like coincidentally, oh, it comes out right where we're heading to begin with. A little northwards, coincidentally. Um, in the interest of uh, danger and getting lost and time, is this mine as big as it looks on this map, or is that just deceiving because these are all very closely located tunnels? Uh, it's all hand-drawn. It does appear to be uh, probably a lot longer than it probably actually is uh, you, based on the notes of how many days were etched on the map and how much detail was actually put into this. This person probably spent all that time going through each and every little tunnel noting every little thing that they found on here. Okay. Other than that, those it's difficult to tell distance from one end to the other. Yeah, th- there is no actual measure of distance. Hmm. Well, I will transfer that information to the other two that it is not uh, clear how large this mine really is, although as you can see there are multiple passages and side passages. But there is one main passage that leads from here all the way up and everything branches off for strip mining. It does seem like it's on our way to go through the mine, yes? Yes, but... D- d- didn't you say you, you didn't want to take a main road? Like, d- d- this, if that's really going to lead us up uh, closer... I without... didn't mind. I didn't mind staying on the road. I th- well, also... I thought the whole point was that we didn't want the hive to come after us. But it looks like on this map that there's something about a beehive. Oh, I just noticed that. That's, what, what, not, what, that's, what, not, what, this, that's not the same thing. What, what's a bee? It's yeah, uh, a flying insect with a stinger. It doesn't make sense, though. They've got, it's got to be a, a metaphor or something. I, I don't think that's legitimately a beehive in the sense of insects underground. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It what sounds else very could, what interesting. Else, what else could that be? It could be special underground bees that feed on special underground flowers. <laughs> or people. Things that I definitely need to draw. I don't know, so Tina. So what you're saying is that if we go underground, we could potentially avoid being caught? Yes. And we can see some amazing things. And it puts us closer to finding an underground passage to home. Okay. Let's do it. Yes. Wait, so, so we're done here? Well, we can just finish, finish looting the body. He said he had something else on him besides uh, uh yeah, go, yeah, go ahead and uh, just just roll investigate to uh, ravage through his pockets. <laughs> Eighteen. Eighteen. You get um, thirteen gold pieces, four silver, eighteen copper, a pouch of half-eaten rations. What was and, the gold? Um, thirteen gold, four silver. All 18 right. copper. Uh, there is no identification on him. Uh, he also has a simple rapier and a brand new explorer's pack filled with your standard equipment for an explorer. Oh, this poor guy. He like went on his first adventure. Got torn apart by some 
fucking owl bears. It sucks. What kind I of DM would do that? I hand uh, four gold pieces over to Tina and Lyndon each. Okay. Do we each get four gold pieces? I get one extra because I found it. Oh, oh, oh. No, I was just saying, like, do we... I didn't it was realize, an odd like, number. How... I didn't realize how many gold pieces there were. There were 13. Ah, got it. Thank you, sir. And I, I did leave the silver in there because, you know, greed is the enemy of the humble man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, was that it? Pat's yep, that, that was pretty much it. There's nothing else uh, on him with that 18. Uh, Lyndon, do we need to do one of your, uh, your 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 rights, or are you good? I would like to, but I'm. Will will he burn in here? It seems oh yeah, awfully wet. Oh, he'll burn. Very well. <laughs> I'll close his eyes and start painting. I, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna move ahead a little bit, uh, Tina. You just wanna come with me? I don't, I don't wanna. No, no, no. You can stay. You stay near. Yeah, you stay near Tina. You don't go I, off by yourself, no, young man. No, I'm not going by myself. I don't want to witness this. I don't want the smoke to get no, in my no, eyes. You it don't. burns. It's not that. You're gonna get killed by whatever killed this if you wander. You look like a morsel. All right. <laughs> Did we can go ahead? What? <laughs> Pause a second. Did Reston just say Gimlet? Yo, you a snack? Yes. <laughs> Gimlet, you was a snack. Yep. <laughs> They're gonna snack on you, and not in a good way. Snickety snack. Not that kind of snack, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> All right, anyway. Tina have to show up with her axe and go snickety snack. Snickety snack. Snickety snack, I roll to attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, if he needs help burning this thing, I will aid him with fire bolt. Yeah, Lyndon will paint eyes onto the guy's closed eyelids and then step away and uh, light an incense, incense stick and uh, stand there. Watching. And not at Resden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just keep casting firebolts until he stays lit. Yo, he's lit. Doesn't take too long. His clothes were fairly dry, and this cavern begins to fill with smoke. I'm not dead. The smoke just rises and <laughs> begins to make its way towards the exit and you know, the exit from where you came and also within the tunnel. Tina and... Um, Tina and Gimlet are already a little further ahead, so you two are getting lungfuls of smoke from a burning corpse in its clothing. Gross. May the goddess remember you. Now let's get out of here before we choke to death. Should at least keep the uh, whatever this creature was. If it wasn't an owlbear, hopefully the smoke will keep it away. Hopefully. But if it does find us, I get to draw it. After we kill it. I can draw with one hand and shoot with... Well, no, I can't. <laughs> that would be difficult. So after the smoke-filled tunnels begin to dissipate, about 20 minutes, 25 minutes of your walk, uh, you do come across a set of rails on the ground. Uh, iron rails that run across... Uh, crisscrossed beams of wood uh Resden you can give a history check and everybody else can give a history check with disadvantage 
Is railroad tracks not a thing that's typical in Belthoria? Not really. Oh, okay. I figured gnomes like had all kinds of crazy inventions. Uh, invest. You said. Yes, sir. Sixteen. Eleven. Mine is not worth mentioning. Okay. Um. Yeah, resident. You do realize that you have seen rails, you know, in and out throughout all of Montreal, but you've never seen any this old. You've never seen anything this you know, just simplistic. You have seen some down in uh, Terran. Sketch that. Not used too often. Already on it. it. That's that right there. We get the detail because that right there is uh, antique. What's that it is, for? Um... I try to look around to see if I see a, like a cart laying around anywhere, but I show the map. As I see this right here, they say it says cart found tipped over. This yep. would sit on these rails, and they would load it with whatever they wanted to load it with, and it would make the trek easier back up to the surface. Fascinating. Uh, about oh, how far is your uh, vision underground with that light? Uh, with my light, it's a total of 40, 40 feet with dim light in the last 20 feet of that. Okay. You start to see these rails. You continue to walk further and further and further, and about like another 150 feet up, you do find a cart that has been tipped over. It is sort of leaning up against a wall. Um, this cart appears to have just some ground stone in it. Reston. Yes. Reston. Yes. Can we ride the cart? Oh, man. Can you uh, even move that thing? It looks pretty heavy. I'm sure Tina can move it. Yes? Uh, I can try. All right. If All right. Uh, you want to try to move this, uh, either one person can make a strength oh, check or two can work together. Uh, does it look like it's more than 500 pounds? It looks like it's leaning against a wall. Kind of uh, tilted like a 45. I can try to levitate it if it's if it's... But if it's too heavy, it won't work. You want me to waste a spell, or you want to just try to lift it first? Oh, well, let's try. Uh, All right. We can try. I'll, yeah, I'll give try. Tina a hand. <gasps> okay. Is that just a strength check? Uh, is a strength check if... Who's helping you? I think uh, Lyndon was going to help Okay, me. so you get advantage. Okay. Give you my negative one modifier for strength. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that is going to be a 19. I'd like to think that Lyndon was trying to wedge himself between the wall and, like, extending his Got body as you're just, like, reaching it, like, over with one arm and pulling it back. I'm helping. I'm helping. Yeah. <laughs> this cart yeah. just kind of hits the ground. <laughs> just seems to be rust, rusty metal. As this cart stands up, you can tell that there's a platform for two people on the back end with a massive hand crank connected to some gears. And inside, it looks like there's just some old dirt, crushed rock debris, unreally sure of what it actually is, coal and anything else that might be in there. Is it on the rails now? It is now right kind of on the rails. It probably needs to be pushed a little bit, but it'll settle. Okay. Well, wow. I'd Impressive. say we found our fast track to the north. No. Oh. How do we get it to work? 
Mm. I'm too busy sketching to answer. <laughs> Looks like it might be some sort of uh, pump pump lever, pump lever system there. Just a, a, a crank with some gears attached to it. Um, Resin or anybody can give an intelligence check on this one. Oh, not bad. That was a that was a seventeen. You remember your dad teaching you some things about the uh, the gnomish artificers that he used to work with in Sestoria, and it's kind of how he came up with a lot of his ideas and the way that your ship was developed. It's like a, a series of cranks and pulleys and gears that are just specifically made to use less less effort on your part. So you grab this crank and you just start spinning. And holy shit, this thing starts rolling. It's just rolling. Nice. Okay. Run, 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 run for me. Hold on. Gil is just like running, running. All aboard. He just kind of like reaches forward and grabs on. I'll fly up there too. I'll stay up like towards the front inside with my like, rod kind of yeah. out held as a like a uh, headlight. Okay, Resident is inside, standing amongst all the crushed stone, coal, and anything else that is in here. Resident and Tina are in the back, and Gimlet is in there. Uh, Tina, you're continually cranking this. Um, go ahead and just give me a dexterity check, just to see how long you can really, really go for. Uh, dexterity... Check. N- uh, nothing, so it's just 19. Okay, yeah, you, you are just... You, you have something on your mind. You, you have a place where you want to be, and it is not here. And you were just determined to get the fuck out. Uh, everybody's kind of hanging on, because Tina is cranking this thing so fucking fast. The main goal is to get out of here, or did anybody want to examine anything in this area? I definitely this... want to check out the bees. About two hours in, with your passives, you do begin to smell a sweet something in the air. Tina still cranking, 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 and then you do come across this tunnel that you can not only feel a lot of heat coming out of, it's on the left-hand side of you, but there's golden goo pouring out from the bottom of it. There's a hum. Smells like honey. I think it was literal bees. I don't want to get stung. Well, at least let me go check it out. Okay. Tina, do you stop in this spot or do you continue to move on a little bit? Uh, well, if if he wants to stop, I'm going to stop. Okay. So you stop just a couple feet north of this gooey sludge that is poured out onto the rails. Linden, as you go look down this tunnel with your torch, it is a golden yellow coating all the way down. You can see all these... They're not little. They're much bigger than usual. (laughs) They're about three times the size of the bees that you have ever seen off in the distance. About 30, 40 feet in. You see a couple of them just, like, popping in. A couple of them very, very, very high up, just flying in and out. Are you just here to observe, or are you going in for anything? Just observing. I'm sketching. Okay. 
Resident, Tina, and Gimlet, you can see a couple of these giant freaking bees at the peak of the cave, just kind of... Are we talking like bowling ball, corgi, doberman? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're talking about the, maybe the size of uh, half of your fist. Okay, that's not so oh, bad. Okay. But right. it's still a big fucking bee. That's true. But they're just in and out. Uh, there are a couple holes up through the uh, the dirt. You can see them going up into. You can only imagine that they're going to some other area above them, coming back in. Hmm. I'll walk back to the cart. Well, you I do think feel that... your feet being stuck to the ground. Ew. Well, yeah. I, I think that I have everything that I can get without uh, becoming viewed as an intruder. That's a good idea. Let's not get stung. Fun Nathan fact today. I'm wearing bee socks. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're ready. Are you drinking mead? No, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have known. So literally a beehive. Hmm. Literally a beehive. I wonder where they're getting the nectar. Uh, if I was into nature, it'd be something worth transcribing, but I don't care. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took a sketch of them. Maybe as we go through the caverns, we can keep an eye out for unusual underground foliage, or maybe they go up to the surface through those holes. I have to sketch those. One moment. I did see a guy once in the caravan came through. He... He had what he called a bug collection. It was like this case with uh, little pins of every bug he's ever caught dead. Ooh, we can, that's horrifying. I guess we could try to catch one of these, but I think it. I wouldn't want to risk upsetting the, the rest of them. Why would we do that? We have technology, and I hold up my quill pen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe some, what do you call a, a bug person would love a sample of one of these things because they don't look like something I've seen on the surface. Is there but honey sounds... close enough to taste? You have plenty of it on your foot. I'm going to taste I some. I lick Ew. it. <laughs> you this got... entire episode is so unsanitary. <laughs> oh, I don't like wipe it off my foot. I like get some off the wall. It is the sweetest thing you've ever tasted, but Roll a con save. <laughs> oh no. I said I licked it too, so do I need to roll a con save? Oh, if you licked it, yes, definitely roll a con save. 18. Is this a poisonous effect, Patrick? You keep licking it. No. <laughs> this, this will matter to my character. It, it, it is not poisonous. Okay. 6 plus 5, 11. 11. Um, you do feel a little disoriented. Uh, almost as if you um, were on the effects of some uh, sort of psychedelic mushrooms. But for the Ooh. most part, you brush it off with the tent. Oh. Uh, above Ooh. the tent. Tina. Yeah? I haven't had any of your sleepy wine before. This uh, this has got some sort of effect to it. wonder if we should huh. bottle some of this. Um, I mean, if you want to. Lyndon, maybe you could put it on your arrows. 
like a additional uh, effect when you hit someone. I do have like an empty bottle from the sleepy wine, correct? Yes, you do. Yeah, I'll bottle I'll bottle this up. Um, and I bet it being burns very careful too. not to touch it. I can okay. go stealthily collect some. Who's going in for it? I have uh, a... I'll give the bottle to Lyndon. <laughs> I'm currently staring at the wall at the pretty colors. <laughs> it's not hitting you as hard, but it is you are in complete amazement and I'll get to a little bit more of that in a moment. Lyndon, go ahead and roll me a stealth check. I've been waiting for this. Well, Are you a stealthy boy? Yeah, I'm a stealthy boy. But I, it's a 14. A 14. Let, let me, uh, just to be safe. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're okay. You're a little fucking three. Um... <laughs> And that was one of the worst rolls I could have made. There are thousands of these freaking giant bees in here, and they're just you can feel the heat as you begin to get closer and closer because you're trying to grab some from the wall instead of the floor, so it's not as dirty. It's 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 not that the collective uh, muddiness that you had on your your foot. Um, is the honey warm, or the cavern, or the bees? The cavern is warm because of the bees and their movement. It is heating up. That's a that lot of kinetic energy. Entire tunnel. You, you can't see any further than 40 feet down, but you can hear and feel the heat kind of pushing out a little bit. But you, you, you take the bottle, you kind of push it up against the, the honeycombs that are on the wall, which are even bigger than you would normally see for a honeycomb. So each one that kind of pops and gushes into that bottle is just another fresh, warm sample of this mysterious honey substance. And as you, as you look into the bottle, you can see some sort of almost like a luminescent blue and a purple color in there. Similar of some mushrooms you've heard about some time ago. Fascinating. <laughs> well, and it flies away. I better be on my way. Linton is safely escaped with some honey. I assume Tina is ready with the crank to move along? Yes. Yes, I am. So, for the sake of expediency, Based on the information on this map that Resin has transferred to you all, it is going to take about three days to get to the main entrance. On this map, there are a couple areas noted that there uh, there is a cavern. There was an area where there was uh, some pockets of silver ore. There doesn't really look like there are any areas to camp, but... If you want to all try to push your way through for the two and a half days you have left, you are more than welcome to try, but you will get hit with some effects, or you can try to survive the night. Uh, well, it's getting late again, I th I think. It's hard, hard to tell down here, but I'm tired. Do, should we... Oh, you're tired. Tina's, like, cranking the thing. <laughs> yeah. Sweat pouring <laughs> off of her. But I, I agree. We could we could go to sleep. That's fine. We may I have mean, to we've slept in a cave watch. before. Oh, you weren't with us yet, Lyndon. I did see you come out of the cave the first time I met yes. you all. But last time we lost one of our party. Which is why I want to get to the port, but I do feel like we should sleep. I agree. We could find maybe an area off to the side. And based on this map, there are a ton of areas off to the sides. There are branches that lead off to other branches and branches. I would suggest we put uh, a wall at our backs so we only have one uh, 
point of approach in case something were to come at us. We don't want multiple avenues for them to surround us if something comes at us. Agreed. A good plan. Uh, uh, that sounds good. Um, well, why don't we just take one that's like a branch right next to an entrance instead of yeah. going all the way down this way? Shorter road. Um, you will have to actually jump off the cart and walk your ways into one of these uh, mining tunnels because the carts do not go down there. It is just on the main road. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You all set up for camp for the night number one. Who is going to be the first watch? I will take first watch. Should and I have like a rope or something? Or I need to do my rope. meditation anyway. Does anyone have a string and a little bell? No. Oh, I have a colored clay pot. Do I look like a cat to you? <laughs> I, I, yes. I mean. Yes, you do. A little bit, yeah, in the face. I have. Hmm. No string and no bell. Okay. Well, we'll just have to keep an extra eye open. I'll, I'll stay up with, uh, with Lyndon. You two go to rest, and then we'll swap after. Tina rolls over and goes to sleep. I, I promise I won't fall asleep this time. Last time I was on watch, it was bad. Ah, everything worked out. We're all still here. Uh, so, Lyndon, as your two compatriots uh, go to sleep, why don't you go ahead and roll a perception check? Natural 20 plus 5. What? The caves are silent. There is no echo of any sounds other than the ones that you make and Gimlet make from within this small little area you are in. You can hear the snoring from Tina. And that is pretty much it. It is four and a half to five hours between your watch. You get Tina and Resin up for their watch. I light them one extra incense stick just for a little bit of something. I gotta go sleep. A good time to sleep, Gimlet. He just kind of passes out, like, right next to, like, Resident's a little, uh, little bag. Doesn't even have a pillow under him. He's just, like, done. Happy watch. It's very quiet here. Oh, good. Nothing to worry about then. I'm sure. Not everything dangerous makes noise. And for Tina and Resident, as you are up for the second half of the watch... Perception checks, please. Does Tina have dark vision? I do. Yes. Okay, so I don't. I don't cast light. Kind of keep it in the darkness. Uh, perception check of eighteen. Uh, yeah, pointless. <laughs> Below yeah. ten. Tina, it, other than hearing Gimlet snore like a freaking musician, uh, you just hear a couple of the giant bees fly down from where you came from. Other than that, it is silent. It is awkwardly silent. It is almost almost uncomfortably silent. Same for you, Resin. Is there anything that you do wish to converse about during this? Um, I mean, I'm more... Probably just, like, saying things about, like, wanting to find, like, uh, Nela, but that's it. Yeah. I just agree with her and keep nudging myself, pinching myself, stay awake, and... Um, secretly in my mind, I'm like, oh, man, I wish he would just 
be more like thinking she was dead because I don't want her to be disappointed if she finds out she's dead and thinking she was alive. On the inside, that's what I'm thinking. Interesting. Kind of feeling bad for her. Because in my mind, I'm trying to think of her as being dead just to ease the hope. I get it. With that night coming to a close, and then the next day of more traveling, with the three of you actually working together this time, instead of just having Tina crank it, (laughs) and with the next couple nights being exactly the same as the last night. Three days of just strenuous travel on this cart that has fallen off the track a couple times based on some debris. Um, Tina, as strong as she is, and you two being as smart as you are, and just figuring things out, you simply put the cart back on the path. And uh, Tina, within the past few days, with your stone, are there any messages you wanted to send to anybody? Um, well, I feel like there's not much to say to, like, to bear anybody, because we're just coming to them. Yep. So, okay. not really. Alright. Just wasn't sure if there was anything on Tina's mind she would like to extend. The past three days of underground travel has led you to this three-way intersection. And it's pretty similar to what you have seen on this roughly hand-drawn map. There is a thousand feet heading northwards, uh, some sort of shaft with a a metal gate that looks like it drops down. On the right-hand side of you, there is a long tunnel with a little lever on the ground where you can turn the minecart into that room. And then on the left-hand side, there is a locked door. And we know it's locked because we jiggled the handle and it doesn't move. Yeah, it, it, it is a solid metal door. Looks as if it has been finely crafted. I cast knock. Instead of knocking, you just cast knock. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been waiting months for this. I let you forget I had the spell. Yep. This door, this massive, giant door. As you look at it, you kind of jiggle the handle. Everybody else is looking at it. You pull. Nothing. You pull. Nothing. You gently tap one of your feathered fingers on it. This massive, rusted, jointed door just opens up. Hey, I saw... My old mentor, Quintus, had a wand that would do that, but that's handy. It was just open. I saw what you did. (laughs) Wink at him. (laughs) My father taught me that one. (laughs) In this room, you do see quite a few shelves. Most of them scarce. Uh, There are some various piles of tools in the corner uh, of unknown origin. And there are a couple small little chests. But we'll get to that next time on the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Misfits Guide to Adventuring. If you would like to find us and chat with us, you can find me on the Twitters at Professor PFM. Where where can they find you, Faye? You can also find me on the Twitters at Captain Faye Guy. What about you, Matt? 
I am on Twitter also at Longfellow underscore Matt. And what about you, Nate? You can find the AI chatbot that I programmed to be me on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones or on Instagram at Nate Scott Jones. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on our episodes. On our episodes, this adventure. On our adventures, this episode. Wow. <laughs> Please follow us on Twitter at Misfits underscore guide to keep up with announcements or to just chat with us. You can also follow us at cast. Oh, many things for all our other upcoming projects we have coming up. All our episodes can be found by searching cast of many things on iTunes or Podbean or any other app of your choosing. And if you enjoy our content, please feel free to leave us a nice rating and review on Apple podcast review or Podbean. You can shoot us an email, castofmanythings at gmail.com. And lastly, Facebook page, Cast of Many Things. Come join us, say hi, eat, drink, and be merry. We'd love to hear from you all. Until next time. Okay, love you, bye. Buzz, 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 buzz.